Live streaming is on. Hello, everyone. This is Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Welcome to the Beyond Bitcoin Show. Today is March the 21st, 2020. Strong hand, unconfiscatable. Bitcoin is next. Bitcoin personal responsibility is a new counterculture. Oh, we'll talk about that. Conviction, deferral of gratification, golden age, relentless. All right. Hello, my elite friends. My hair, I mean, this is, I like the way that my hair looks tonight, okay? That's for you 80 percenters out there who are just watching this because of the hair and whatnot, not because you're actually trying to learn anything. But I got to say, you know, my mom has thick hair like this. It's the same color as her hair and my same color as my dad's hair. I got a, I got a lot of it, man. It's uh, not all the guys in my family got this thing going on, so... It looks nice. It looks nice today. Uh, this is, I guess it's from my mom's side, uh, but it's same color as my dad's hair was. All right. So hello, elite friends. It's the hair is looking nice tonight. All, all the ladies out there. Do you? Oh, no, there are no ladies watching this. All right. All the gay dudes watching this. Do you think my hair looks nice tonight? You guys leave, leave a comment. Okay. Because I, I just washed it and everything. All right. Hello, my elite friends. Check out This Week in Bitcoin. Uh, Brad Mills, Christian, and Andy Hoffman were on it. There were arguments. Oh, you guys love that kind of drama and stuff. But you can really learn a lot. You can learn a lot. And it was a civil arguments. It, it was nice. A discussion, a live, a lively discussion. Tonight, we're going to talk way beyond Bitcoin. We're going to talk about this virus insanity. Obviously, that's the news of the day, right? Uh, but if you've got questions, I have answers. So just type in. And again, you can see it. Look at that. Look at that. You, Bitcoin Meister. Type in Bitcoin. Like, my dad didn't do his hair like this either, to say the least. Um, but uh, type in Bitcoin Meister and, uh, or do a super chat and I will see your question. And hopefully if you're watching this taped, uh, you're playing it at 2x and uh, – you can uh, get through all that uh, lunacy over there. All right, we got people run coming. We got keep people running into the chat right now. Hello, guys. Cockrade Detome says, "Pound that like button." Adam speaks knowledge. Well, dude, I'm I'm gonna drop that knowledge right now. Right now, baby. We're we're gonna stop talking about hair because that's silly. I mean, although it it is looking fine tonight. It is. It's looking fine. I'm giving you a little bit of different. Uh, you know, I gotta get get the eighty percenters to have something here. I want to shave this thing off. I don't. I don't like that. Okay. Okay. Let's let's jump into this darn show. It's the Beyond Bitcoin show. I gave you a little play. This at two x people. Remember, so you don't get the uh, if, to hear all of that at one x is is horrifying. <laughs> so here, let's quote uh, Carl Denninger. Carl Denninger at Market Ticker. You guys should be checking it every day if you want a rational voice on, on the situation. I don't agree with the dude on Bitcoin, uh, but he's not talking about Bitcoin now. He's talking about virus. Extraordinary demands and shutting down the economy is certainly in that category. It requires extraordinary proof, not, not supposition, not best guesses, and not proclamations from white lab coat jockeys who have zero appreciation 
nor ability to analyze second or third economic, third order economic effects, nor can they pay for any of the prescriptions they write, nor do our elected officials get a pass. Again, extraordinary claims and demands require extraordinary proof. They have not presented it. They have, they, they do not have, and they know it. All right. So we have the people of the world. I mean, we have the demands put upon us to shut down the whole economy. That is, that has never been asked for before. Okay. Never been asked for before. And where's the extraordinary proof? Where is the extraordinary proof that this is necessary? There is none. There is no extraordinary, extraordinary. It's, it's the same thing with aliens. If there were, you believe in aliens? Show me the aliens. That's an extraordinary claim. That's an extraordinary demand that there are aliens walking around. That show me the aliens, and you can't. There is no, there's no extraordinary proof. You need extraordinary. So no, that's not, that's not happening. So let's take it. Let's let's get down to Los Angeles here. I made the picture for this show, the preview picture. Uh, beautiful Los Angeles, and so California. I believe it was Thursday night. Had, they they decided to go wacky on everyone and follow San Francisco's uh, path and say shelter in place. We got to shut down everything. And then L.A., it doesn't matter. I'm in L.A., which is in California. So they said the same thing. Everyone's got to shelter in place. And you got shut down businesses. All this. It's a paper tiger, people. I want to tell you something. It's a paper tiger. It is those words that the governor stated, that the mayor stated, you know, to scare everyone. Sure, businesses have shut down. That There's no doubt about that. That's real. That is real. But I have gone about my business. I haven't changed one darn thing. I went to synagogue this morning. I've been running. There are plenty of people out in the streets. I've seen no policemen out enforcing it like, oh, you can't be outside. They can't enforce it. They can't enforce it at all. You can walk around. You can do, do it. They're not going to say, whoa, where are you walking? you you could just say go to the food store, but they're not even asking that. They're not even police doing this. Maybe the police don't want to do it, okay? So this is to scare people into submission, and it has scared some people into submission in the state of California. Like, who better go hide in my house? Better go hide it. It's a paper tiger. Uh, just like all of this is a, is a big darn paper tiger. All of this is manufactured. Uh, the government is a paper tiger, uh, but but people, unfortunately, most people are scared of it, and they, they can't grasp that the, that the government cannot make them to do to do all these ridiculous things that are being asked of them. Uh, I do hear more helicopters in the sky, and I've seen a few more helicopters. But again, that's probably just to scare people. It's probably just to scare people uh, to get them to do the, these ridiculous shelter in What is shelter in place? What is, my life has not changed at all. Uh, I'll go running in the morning again. How about this? How about this? You know, all these demands being made of everybody in America, everybody in the world. Why not just wear masks? Well, I mean, if you're scared of a disease spreading and that everyone's got the disease, why not just wear masks? People in the United States, very few are wearing masks right now. In Asia, they wore masks. Uh, in Japan, especially. I mean, I was in Japan in 19, in 2016. They wear, they wear masks. It's, it's a tr tradition. They're polite. They don't want to spread whatever they have, if they have anything. During the winter months, there's, there's flus. So instead of shutting down the fifth largest economy on the face of the earth, and uh, California is the fifth largest economy on the planet earth, uh, 
why if the government is why why is it, and the government why doesn't the government just uh distribute a bunch of masks uh, okay well, why don't they just do that instead now I, I don't rely on the government for anything but if, if they're going to have such a heavy hand in everyone's life why not just give some masks out and see what happens to see if this stops supposedly stops the spread the spread that we can't even see <laughs> All right, so it is a social media virus, no doubt about it. Pound that like button. Let me uh, go check out the chat real quick because I'm doing this doing this differently than I usually do. I've been doing it. I, I think doing it through Jitsi has improved the connection. Um, okay. Yeah, John said he drove around today and he's in California. Not one cop. Exactly. Well, so there's nothing... To, first of all, you shouldn't you shouldn't fear police anyway. That's not their job to instill fear. But there's there's no one out there to to instill fear. Now, supposedly they've asked for the National Guard to be called up to distribute food. I don't know if that's going to happen. I don't know if that did happen. I didn't see any National Guard people distributing food uh, <laughs> or whatever that they're supposedly going to do. All right. So it, a lot of this. I think there's a lot of people on social media. They're saying it's martial law in California. Oh, it's going to spread across the night. No, it's not. It's not happening. Uh, we're, everyone's still free. Everyone can still do what they want to do. It, it's just uh, the businesses have all shut down. And that's huge. There's no production. But certain businesses are allowed to be open, though. Certain uh, businesses are allowed to be open. So I, I want to go back to the, the title today, Social Media Virus. And imagine if everyone shared their sob story when they got sick with the flu, okay? Every single, shared every single feet freaking detail on Twitter, on Facebook. If everybody out there, if, or not even, not everybody, but many, many people, all the virtue signals of the world, every time they got sick, every darn time they got sick, uh, they shared their story on Twitter or social media. And every little detail, well, people would be scared. I mean, people... It might get tiring for some people, but I think more and more people will become hypochondriacs, okay? If, if that was the norm, uh, I mean, if every flu season, people will get worried about every flu season. They'd be like, oh, this is, this is very serious. This is very serious. So it, what we have now is all these people buying into this, sharing every detail of whatever sickness they may have, and it scares people, and people are retweeting it. And the whole point is to scare the young and the healthy. And I stress the word healthy here because if you were fat, you're not healthy. I, I mean, I know it sounds brutal. Sorry, it sounds brutal. Okay, but whatever, that's life. And the West is filled with fat people. We're going to get into that in a second. So social media did not exist like this back in 2008 and 2009. So this is a huge part of the reason why this manufactured panic and all the lies that surround it can spread because social media is the way it is now, all right? So, uh, and that's why the fear is spreading. But imagine, imagine the the downer type of world you would live in if everybody did this, every single sickness that they had. So that's what's going on right now. People are just sharing every little detail of every single sickness and their friend's sickness and the sickness that they heard about on CNN, blah, 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 blah. And everybody's scared. And But here, here, we've been told, you know, don't be the typhoid Mary. Lock yourself in the house. Because even though you don't know you have something, you don't want to spread it to a lot of people. Well, well let's, let's, let's think about that. All those people that are saying, don't be the typhoid Mary, don't lock yourself in the house. 
when those dudes had a cold or had a flu back last year or two years ago, three years ago, and, you know, they pretty much had gotten over it, but, you know, maybe there was still snot coming out of their nose or whatever. Did they go out? Did they go shopping? Did they send their sick kids to school before? Have, have people done that before? Yes. Yes. We've all done that before. Oh my God. We're such horrible sinners. We're all typhoid Marys. Do you know what? Some of people might not like this, but you know, some of the times when you've had a cold and you've had a, a strain of the flu and you've gone out and, and gone about your life because you feel okay, somebody else caught it from you. And then somebody else caught it from that person. And then somebody else caught it from that person and somebody died. So you killed someone. No, but you didn't because that's just life. That's just the way it is. But people now are saying, well, you, you can't you can't go out now because of that scenario. That scenario has happened so many times with the regular flu because every year people die of the regular flu. Every year, regular people like you and me go out with the regular flu. They might not know they have it. Uh, they might have just gotten over it, but are not fully over it. And they spread it to other people. That's what happens during the winter. Do we do all this? Do we shut down the economy for that so that the fat people of the world won't catch it? So the old people of the world won't catch it? No, we don't do that. We don't do that at all. And uh, something like this, obviously, we don't do that at all. But th this has never been tried before. We are living through something that is, is not, you know, voluntarily shutting down the world. It, and, and some of it is through force in some countries, you know, China. Some of it is through th threats of force in the United States. But most people are complying because they're scared. They're compliant. They're not defiant. And they're shutting everything down. They're just shutting their – they're not cha – they're changing their lives in a very unproductive way, in a, in a very unproductive way. Me, I am just as productive as I ever have been, and I will continue to be, and nothing is stopping me. Now, so uh, the states, the states uh, or countries, whatever you want to say, but here in, in, in the United States – are picking what businesses can be open and which ones should be closed, okay? So, I mean, it's so arbitrary. It varies from state to state. Well, liquor stores are, they're very, they're allowed to be open in this state, but in this state, liquor stores aren't allowed to be open. It is fascism. It is fascism because it is the government picking winners and losers and uh, for the good of the state. For It's all for the good of the state. Everything that we're being told is for the good of the state. What happened to the individual? What happened to the individual and productivity? Well, again, collectivism is the default, and most people are, are, are falling for this. You're seeing right now how individualism is the accomplishment. So many people are eating up this fascist nonsense and are, are worshiping it and loving it when there is nothing – there is nothing to be – if you're a young, healthy person, there's really nothing to worry about at all. Uh, so – and another thing, people are, are blindly accepting these plans from governors and presidents and leaders – they don't even ask. Well, what, what is the what is the real plan? What is the real plan? What is what is the goal of the plan? What is the goal of the plan? When is it going to end? What is success? What is the definition? These things aren't defined. People are just like it's for the good of the country. Don't be typhoid Mary. It's for the good of the old people. It's for the good of the we don't care when it ends. We don't we don't need a plan. It's for the good of this that and the other. This this a blind altruism for the state. I mean, it's, it's ridiculous, but so it's just a, it's a power grab now. It is just, if we're not going to, if it's not going to be defined, what, what the solutions are, what victory is, when it will end, what is the timetable? It's nothing but a power grab and it, it's clear. And so when it's all over, whenever it's all over, there'll be more restrictions in place. The government will be more powerful uh, for those who, you know, 
follow the government and everything. I think if you're still an individual after this is over, you'll be good. You'll find ways around it. Uh, so the government, so much of this also is the government just doing something to say they did something. So the people think that they're, you know, that the government is so smart. Oh, look, they brought about the solution. They, they fixed everything. When it's all said and done, people will be like, well, if uh, Governor Cuomo wouldn't have said this or government, Governor Hogan wouldn't have said this, uh, ordered this, we would have all died. I, I mean, it, it's so it, it's so ignorant. It's such a blind following, worshiping type of uh, bootlicker. It's, it's unbelievable what has been revealed. Uh, what's been revealed here, uh, through, uh, the way many people think. All right, people, if you got questions, love the hair. Good. I'm glad you love the hair. Keep on up. Uh, if you got you got to type in Bitcoin Meister, you got to do a super chat or something like that. And I will see it because I'm looking at I'm looking at it right now. I hope the connection's all right. Uh, it looks like it says stream health is great. Okay. Got to go to the next uh, topic of at hand. Oh, yeah. Do there's a lot of people and there actually are doctors and nurses that on social media, again, because this is all about the social media virus, they're posting, po posting their pictures. Look how tired I am. Look how sick I am. Oh, the increased workload. A, a lot of it's in Italy. A lot of it's whatever. And is uh, because, you know, everyone's scared. There's a bunch of hypochondriacs going into the hospital uh, because they think they've got a, they've got something. If you if you think you have something and you're just sneezing and, and don't go to the hospital, don't go, don't overwhelm the system. But it's like it's a self fulfilling prophecy here. The system's going to get overwhelmed. The system's going to get overwhelmed. People get freaked out. They think they're sick and they help uh, overwhelm the system. Now, I don't know how much the system is being overwhelmed. I don't know how much of an uptick doctors and nurses have right now. I don't know. I, I'm not going to hospitals, but I do know this. I do know that some of these virtue signaling doctors and nurses want the whole world to know how hard of workers they are. What did you sign up for, dudes? It's your freaking job. It's your freaking job. And I know it's a hard job. You went to you went to medical school. You went through all this accreditation and everything, okay? It's your job. Every time there's a, 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 a big – cars need to be fixed at a higher rate because there was a uh, – there was a hailstorm. Do all the mechanics go on on, on the uh, social media and say, oh, look how dirty my hands are. Everything's been so much harder lately. Feel bad for me. Feel, I'm a hero. I'm a hero. Dude, you're a medical professional. Be a professional. Sometimes there's spikes, okay? So there are problems. So there's flu season. So, <laughs> I mean, you, and I, I'm not – it's ludicrous. It's, it's ludicrous. You're adding to the panic, dudes. You're adding to the panic. Did you sign up for? Did you sign up to be a medical professional so you could get social credit, so people could say, "Oh, that person's so awesome." That didn't you sign up? Is this what you like doing? And now you've got more work than you usually do. Okay, but these people—they want the whole world to feel bad for them. But see, they're, they're and you know some are heroic type of people. I'm sure they are, but they want you know to post this, show how dirty they are, and then for everyone to say they're a hero. That's sickening. I mean, what, what, what's this kind of society that we live in now, where people want this type of attention, where they need that kind of encouragement? This like, I need other people to tell me I'm a hero. I got to show off that I'm doing my job. And that's that's the world world today. Uh. So lots of uh, – on so many levels, people are overreacting. I think, I think we understand that. 
Uh, Iceland here. Carl Denninger uh, shared this article, or he talked about Iceland, and I found it. Iceland is doing science. 50% of the people with the virus are not showing symptoms, and 50% have moderate cold symptoms. That's from, that's from Iceland. You, you don't hear about it because it's not in, it's, uh, doesn't scare people. And I linked to Carl Denninger of the market ticker. I linked to his Twitter below. Please follow it. Please retweet what he's got there. We got to get this guy on a big podcast on national TV. If you actually watch TV in the media, he is so smart. He is bringing rational solutions. Uh, and if, if, we get him out there. I, I have linked to below. It says retweet this. Seriously, retweet this stuff. It doesn't take. It doesn't take much. It will. Every little bit helps out there. Okay. And this guy, follow him. Retweet everything that he's got. Uh, and I, I think if you've got a weak hand these days, uh, it will calm you down. It will calm you down. So I'm going to quote. I'm going to quote some more here. Further, we're not where we think we are. This thing was almost certainly here in October or early November. The data from both Italy and our data backs this up. What we're doing now is foolish if we're near saturation and we almost certainly are. So this is like a really important thing that's coming out right now. Um, we need antibody tests in the United States, and we don't have any, to see how many people already have it. And thus, how far along the curve we are, because everyone's predicting this exponential outbreak, but we may have already had it already, and people just didn't show symptoms, and it's just not as bad as people think it is. For again, if you're sick and you're old, yeah, it's bad, but we might be through the worst of it already. And there are a lot of stories out there of people who were sick in October or November uh, that had early flus. So there is some evidence, he says, that the silent attack rate of this virus is extremely high. Yeah, there's some evidence. It's quite a lot of it. If that is true, we are not near, uh, we're not near the start of this outbreak. We are at the end of it already. Suppressing the virus, if that is the case, is not only stupid, it has no benefit to anyone whatsoever. Right now, we do not know because antibody tests are not readily available to consumers and in fact are not available even in a clinical setting. This is critical knowledge. If there is even 1% antibody co coverage in the population, then we are much closer to an end of this than the beginning. That's the math. And without antibody testing, we do not know. And, and again, this is a tweet of his. Mr. President, you must stop the, the madness. Lockdowns will not work. Not only do they require six months, imagine a six-month lockdown, they're only delay. They do not solve. We are not in generation 10. We are likely in generation 19 or 20. That means we're further along in terms of people getting this. The harm from this is irreversible, the, the economic harm of shutting down. Irrevocable harms uh, require proof. So when he's talking about harm, he's talking about economic harm. Instead of officials forcing the nation to commit economic suicide at gunpoint, we must use mitigation for high-risk individuals, isolate them, quarantine those positive, and trace their contacts and testing, testing them and let everyone else go back to work. So, I mean, it's so simple. If you're old and sick, lock yourself up. <laughs> Instead of shutting down the whole economy, 
He says, China has antibody tests and is using it. They're sending their people back to work. Do you really think they don't know what their antibody coverage ratio is? By the way, once you reach 1% antibody coverage, and this was said before, in the population, you're really pre pretty much done as the next couple of turns of the crank with, uh, okay, okay, we, we went there. We, on the other hand, are not testing for antibodies at all. There is no approved test for it in the US or the EU, period. Yes, that is being fast-tracked, but until we have surveillance numbers on that, we have no clue where we really are. So China does have this antibody. Would China be sending all their people back to work if this was just the beginning of all this? They they probably know something, don't they? Okay. So people, you're getting maybe you're getting insider information here. You, this shouldn't be insider. Everybody should know about this. Everybody should know that this this virus may be much further along than people think uh, than you're being told. Uh, Barefoot Barry says. Uh, the anniversary, this is the 40th anniversary of the Georgia Guidestones being erected. All right, I, I don't believe in that nonsense. I know that they exist, but they mean nothing whatsoever. I think a lot of people make conspiracies over that stuff. Total doom stuff, waste of time to even uh, know about that stuff. Okay, moving on. Uh, oh, yeah. All right. Come on, people. Wake up. Get on this. Uh, we need questions. We need peace. Spread the word. Retweet this. That's how you support the show. Speaking about uh, voices of reason, Yaron Brook has a new video out. It's uh, pretty good. Link to below. It's about the economic points uh, of this virus. He points out that no one has ever seen a shutdown like this before. Okay, so it's hard for finance people to make project projections and plans, and thus the default for a lot of people in in times of unknown is just holding dollars. People don't know what to do. This has never been seen before. So there's like total panic, and which is and the government intervention makes it hard to tell what is real. Like we're going to infuse one point one trillion dollars into the economy. What's real? What this is extreme government intervention. What we're not going to be able to tell what was meant to fail. So it just adds more confusion. The government intervening in all of this adds more and more confusion. We don't know what is. We don't, we don't know what is economically real, what is economically fake. So people don't know where to invest their money. So there's going to be mal, malinvestment, but there's going to be people defaulting to silly things like hanging on to the dollar too, uh, which when you compare it to some things, isn't that silly. But the state has set a precedent that they can shut down the economy now. And that's a really bad precedent. People are now used to it and people are going to beg for it in the future possibly it is expanded government power, and it's going to lead to socialized medicine. This is this is a new precedent here. If the government can just intervene this much, people are used to it now, and they, they won't question socialized medicine. They won't question Bernie care or whatever is next. This is a taking away a, taking away people's ability people's ability to think to to, and it's taking away freedom in the long run too. So and, and something else that Yaron uh, Brook. Uh, pointed out that this this whole shutting down productivity really does show you that pro production is very important. Everyone, many people say that consumption uh, drives the economy. It, production is quite important, what we're seeing right now, <laughs> because we're about to have 20% unemployment here. 20% unemployment is coming, is around, you know, it'll be announced in the next few weeks, no doubt about it. 
because no one is producing anymore. Uh, and I, I've said before, market-ticker.org. I, I just it's linked to below. Now po politicians are are positioning themselves. Okay, look, I plan better than uh, the president, or I plan better than that other go other governor. That's why we were successful, and uh, it's because of my early draconian measures that you're saved. We mentioned that before. I wanted to put that out there. Uh, and there's so much political posturing going on out there. And so you have to wonder if they're so worried about where they're going to fall politically, how serious is this virus? In the first, it's not. I mean, I mean, if this was the true end of the world, they wouldn't be worried about how I'm going to you know, politically uh, position myself. They would be worried like the world's about to end. At, uh, to end. We, we, I mean, I'm not going to talk about, oh, I'm so much better than this guy. <laughs> so many, it's clearly... Oh, God, it, it, it is clearly not that serious uh, if people are throwing politics into this. So here's a Doomer tweet out there for all you Doomers. There are going to be so many people who will have their hopes dashed when the world refuses to end. How will they come? How will they cope with the disappointment of none of their worries coming true? <laughs> Pound that like button. All right. So. Keeping a uh, keeping a smile on our faces during all this. There's a funny tweet out there. Um, it looks like it's from Florida. Uh, since some Jewish people out there are now scared to have services, they're scared to have uh, shul services, and so some are maybe having it underground if they think it's illegal in their <laughs> in their jurisdiction. There's a funny, I, it's called like a hidden minion or something. It's linked to below. It's like, a, it's, it's a guy like handing somebody a $20 bill to tell them where the secret, <laughs> where the secret underground uh, synagogue service is. I mean, it, it's funny. It's sad <laughs> that, that, that it's come to this, but it, it, it is kind of, it's kind of funny. So uh, th that that's linked to below. All right. A uh, little bit of comedy there. It, it is. It is funny, especially if you're Jewish. I think you'll you'll find it funny. All right. Uh, I just went on my Twitter there. What's going on over there? Oh, I got retweeted. Thank you. That's how you spread the darn word, dude. All right. Let's uh, let's see. We talked about the uh, Oh, oh. What do we have? Doomers. Oh, so there's a hashtag going around on Twitter. Speaking of Twitter. Not a shock at all. Mint the coin. Hashtag mint the coin. They want to mint a uh, a one trillion dollar coin or two one trillion dollar coins, and then issue. Uh, I don't know. Issue <laughs> issue uh, EBT, EBT cards based on that coin. It's it's just a gimmick. It's just a way. Instead of having the Federal Reserve do what they do, have, have just have the Congress do what they – Paul Krugman suggested the same thing back in 2013. I linked to it. But my point in mentioning this is that so many people are like, oh, yes, we need this now. And you better believe that the same lack of thought, populist uh, nonsense around economics is going to get spread over social media more and more. Uh, so, yeah. Mint the coin. It, it doesn't. It has no effect on me. I mean, I'm a Bitcoin holder. 
But it, it's so funny that the people that are calling for the mint the coin, you know, give us a trillion dollars, they're the same ones. They're, they're gonna, it's gonna hurt them the most. It's gonna hurt them the most. So be aware. This is just the first, well, one of many wacky proposals that you're gonna hear. And something like it's gonna happen, something's going to happen like that in, in terms of the money printing. Uh, you know, in, in times of, of disaster and fear, we need crazy solutions and you're going to get it. Wow. And I do want to say women generally, they want protection. They want protection. Uh, and that's a reasonable thing. A man is stronger than a woman. Uh, that's just a fact of life in, in general on average. So you see the media going crazy, creating all of this fear. Well, who, who gets scared? The women are getting scared. I mean, there are plenty of guys getting scared too. But so, many, so much of this is being uh, driven by women. And so they are very – they want protection. They want martial law. They, they don't think – there's so many women out there on Twitter. I've seen them. Well, you've you got to understand it, it's going to help the situation if there are tanks on the street. I mean, it's just ridiculous. Ridiculous. But, I mean, this, this does boil down to – and so 50% of the population is women. So the people who, who want more power, who, who – I mean, the media is thriving off of women panicking. The media only cares about ratings. The media doesn't care if they wreck the whole economy. The media doesn't care if you lose your job. Uh, in, in a sense, they do because then, then they can go interview and create a sob story, create more uh, – uh, get more people to be scared. And it, it's just this vicious cycle. So women want protection and they're they're clamoring for more and more extreme versions of protection. So this is what's this is part of what we see going on now. It's a vicious cycle. So some of you alpha dudes out there, speak up like me. Say this is all nonsense. It is all nonsense. Women, you don't need the protection here. You don't need the government to protect you. If you're scared, ask your man to protect you. Let him come up with a plan. If you can't come up with your own plan, how to protect, you know, if you want to lock yourself in your house and lock yourself in the house, but not everyone should lock it themselves in the house because you're scared. All right. So people, here's an article about uh, people who have beaten, if you, some people who've beaten the coronavirus, the, the, the virus, I said the name, I don't usually say a name. Um, are willing to donate blood, their blood serum. And this guy has a scholarly analysis of how blood serum can cure uh, cure the virus. So this is another solution that's out there. When we have the media saying all is all hope is lost, all hope is lost, you should panic, you should scare, be scared, you should lock yourself. There are voices on social media, good voices on social media that are drowned out like this dude, there's a serum uh, and he shows how much serum is necessary to, to cure people, et cetera, et cetera. We already had the, the uh, malaria pill cure thing that's going on. So the media wants to scare you about that too. Uh, and then here, here is yet another solution that's out there. If, if people really want to be cured, if, if curing people is that uh, important, there's something called uh Favipiravar T705. Hey, they're studying it right now. It's linked to below. These are all positive developments. You don't hear about the positive developments, though, because uh, that doesn't sell. Positivity does not sell. 
Positivity does not scare uh, in, in terms of the media. Positivity doesn't allow you to, you know, flex your muscle as governor so you can run for president in 2024, which I'm sure the governors of California and the governor, uh, uh, the governor of California and the governor and the mayor of L.A. and the governor of uh, and, and the governor of New York, they're doing all of this, suggesting all these draconian things that they can't even enforce, first of all, because it's a paper tiger. So that they can run for president in 2024. So if this was the end of the world, why are they positioned? They are doing things to position. So women and old people will vote for them in 2024. And they can say, well, I solved the problem. Don't believe you see, because in 2021, maybe earlier, we're going to see how fake all this stuff was, how there was nothing really to worry about unless you were old and fat. Um, we're going to see how, how it was. It happened. It started earlier than people say it started, but still, these guys, because if you tell a lie enough, you can get away with it. They'll say they solved the problem. It was you know, it was because of their actions that they saw that 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 that, that it wasn't as serious. That people didn't die. That that's what Cuomo is going to say. That's what Newsom is going to say. That's what uh, whatever the mayor of LA is going to say. That's what they're planning right now. That's what they're planning right now. They they know this isn't this. It's political posturing, and so many people are falling for it. There are people on Twitter that are saying, President Cuomo, President Newsom, look how good President Newsom is doing compared to the, the real president of the United States. And I don't, I don't care. For me, I, for, for rational people, who cares what the president of the USA says, the governor of California says? Take care of yourself. Create your own plan. That's what this should have been all about anyway. But everyone is defaulting to so many people. Default to collectivism here. Eighty percenters galore. It is. It is silly. It it is ridiculous. You're seeing it live, dude. You're seeing seeing it freaking live. And so keep on spreading the word on social media. Not a panic prison stuff, but of stuff like this that I'm talking about tonight. Solutions and being an independent thinker for. Uh, and here is something uh, from the son of the president. This is funny. Oh no, so. MSN tweeted this out drug touted by the president to possibly treat the virus can kill in just two grams. So they're saying if you take, if you take the uh, anti-malarial two grams of it, which is an insane amount, um, you can die, which is true. If you take two grams of a lot of drugs, you can die. So the president's son says, what's your point? Two grams of caffeine can kill you too, but no one is planning on prescribing that much. That's BS. That BS is why everyone hates and doesn't trust the media. Now, I wouldn't say everyone, dude, why rational people uh, hate and don't trust the media. There's plenty of people who love and worship the media. I mean, you see that right now, dude. So they're trying to create fear for clicks. That is true. And misleading and irrelevant info. Yeah. He says, you people truly suck. Yeah, they do. The people who spread stuff, who spread junk like that, they do suck. They do suck if you're going to try to scare people. And first of all, if you're a young, healthy person, do not go out and try to buy this anti-malarial and use it to prevent getting this thing that isn't that serious. If you are someone who is sick and someone that is at risk, get the, get the anti-malarial if you think it's necessary, but get it from your doctor and talk about what the side effects are. There are side effects. I would never take that anti-malarial. I have been, and I, I shared this with you guys before. I could have gotten anti-malarials when I was in Mozambique. Uh, the recommend the, some countries recommend that when you're in Mozambique, 
you should be on an anti-malarial. And I was not. And because I read what the side effects were, I'm like, eh, even though it only happens to a small amount of people, I'm like, this is not worth it at all. I'm just not going to go out at nighttime. And, it was, and I consulted other people who had been to Mozambique before. And they're like, no, I never took anti-malarial at all. I never got, I never got sick. I never, um, et cetera, et cetera. So, um, but, you know, the president mentioning that there are solutions out there. I think that's a positive thing. Now, he didn't have to go into all the great detail of what I just said about, well, anti-malarials are bad for certain people. Just bringing it out there counters the narrative that all is lost, that all hope is lost. All hope is not lost. It's so ridiculous. So if if people want to overdose on anti-malarial, it's their own fault, okay? He didn't go say, go buy anti-malarials or anything like that. Uh, that that's And that's a bad recommendation for everyone to go out there and buy anti-malarials. Uh, there's logical ways to use anti-malarial if you're in a certain situation. Every individual is different. Learn to be a freaking individual. <sighs> Retweet. What is this? Okay, I, I already shared that. So here we go. Here's another. I mentioned. I mentioned this a few times that the mainstream media likes to uh, share these these stories about uh, young, supposedly young, healthy people getting sick, okay, to scare people so they get more people to watch their shows. And but someone named Adam Meyer says, I like that name, Adam Meyer, dude. Uh, he's, make Bitcoin great again. Pound that like button, dude. Bitcoin is great. Bitcoin is already great. It doesn't need to be uh, made great again because it is, it is truly great at this moment. Where was I in my uh, notes section here? Let me get back to the notes. We've been live for 43 minutes. Aye. All right. So th there, th there was a, a, a tweet thread that this everyone trying to scare everyone about a 34-year-old who got sick, um, but they forgot to read the entire article. And he died, I think, that the 34-year-old before he got the virus uh, had asthma and testicular cancer. So let me remind you, if you're 34 years old, you have asthma, you have testicular cancer, you can die from a flu also. Okay. You can die from a lot of things when and it's a very unfortunate position. I, I, you know, I would not want to be 34 and have testicular cancer and have asthma. That's a sad situation to be in. We, we can all agree on that, but that makes you more susceptible to a lot of different things. You can die easier when you're already in that position. But and so the media just says a 34 year old died. They don't, they don't add that. They don't add that at all. And so people, and so, well, sometimes it says it in the, in the, the base of the, like on the ninth paragraph of the article too. So if, if you're getting scary news and you're freaked out by it, first of all, you shouldn't, but if you are, then read the whole article. Just don't read the Twitter headline, read the article, see what the stats are. If you're not given any stats then say, was this person fat? Was this person sick? What were the what were the other circumstances? Everyone, there's a bunch of what seven billion individuals on Earth. Everyone's going to have a different story. Um, was this government and all right? So everyone out there who is obese, um, you don't you did not have to be obese at this point. There have been for years and years there have been. Medical professionals saying, hey, you shouldn't be obese. Take these steps to lose weight. If you are obese, you're more, you're more prone to getting sick, et cetera, et cetera. I own this. I mean, what is this? The 102nd episode of this uh, 
show of mine, I've been giving you health tips all along. I've been telling people to fast. I've been telling people to take, to make themselves healthier. Why have I been telling people this? Why have I taken on this in my own life personally to always strive to be healthier every day? Just it's long-term thinking. I want to live a long time. I don't want to be at the mercy of, you know, any, any disease, any flu. I don't want to get flus. I don't want to get colds. I, I, I want to be happy. It's, it's not fun to be sick. It's not fun to be sick. All of this type of information has been out there for years and years and years and years and years. Okay. It's about personal responsibility, but we live and I've taken plenty of it for my own self. And I hope people have learned that it is really the count the new counterculture, because it is clear today that the mainstream culture is get fat, be sick. Don't take any responsibility. If a crisis comes, even if it's a manufacturer crisis, run to the government for answers, run to the government to fix everything. And so let me share something with you. So if, if this virus is, is a serious virus, if it really takes out unhealthy people and old people, here's something to consider for the United States of America. The National Center of Health Statistics estimates, estimates that in 2016, the U, in the U.S., 39.8% of adults aged 20 and over were obese, including 7.6% with severe obes- obesity. And then another 31.8% were overweight. Obesity rates have increased for all population groups in the United States over the last several decades. Here is a statistic from Italy. Intercounty comparable overweight obesity estimates for 2008 show that 54.1% of adult population in Italy were overweight and 19.8% were obese. Here's Korea, South Korea. Obesity rates in South Korea are among the lowest, but have been increasing steadily. About 4% of the adult population is obese in South Korea, and 30% is overweight. All right, dudes, there's some information for you. those, Those are statistics that people need to worry about all the time. All right. Are you part of that? Are you part of those groups? Don't be part of it. Those are things you can control. Those are things that you can control. Uh, so, and and those are statistics that are important when we're, uh, I mentioned those three countries specifically, because we've heard a lot about those all in the news, uh, with the virus and how many people got sick, how many people didn't get sick, how fast they were be able to cure everything and what, what measures were taken. Well, yeah, if you've got a fat, fat population and you really don't want it to spread, then you're going to have to take drastic measures, I guess. Uh, but why not? The, the point that Carl Denninger and I have said is like, just let it spread. Let it spread. It doesn't, most people, it shows no effect on them at all. It'll create herd immunity. And uh, we'll get, just like the, and it's probably already spread so much. And we don't even realize how much it has spread. It's so overblown. It's so overblown. Manufactured crisis. And I, I've said this before, but uh, voters skew voters skew older. So of course the governors are doing things to uh, help older to make older people think they are helping them. Right? They're they're saying shutting down things and doing something to just doing stuff for the sake of doing stuff. So old people think stuff was done to save them. And so they'll vote for them for president in 2024. Hey, Governor Hogan in Maryland, he also wants to run for president also. 
it's no shock. It's no shock that the governors that are doing the most are the ones that want to run for the president the most in 2024. How serious can it be if it's all about political position? All right. So I wrote down a lot of things on this piece of paper here. So there's more. Uh, we're, we're almost done. We're doing well, right? Let me see if they're... Uh... Well, first of all, the wealthy... We're, we're going to have some sort of inflation. There's no doubt about it, okay? Wealthy people know how to win the inflation game, all right? While the poor have no idea at all. They have no idea it's even going on. And so they do the opposite of what is in their best interest. They're screaming for there to be inflation. Oh, print this coin, make this uh, $1 trillion coin so we can all get EBT checks, okay? So we can, have e we can have different EBT cards. Meanwhile, the wealthy people out there, they're buying real assets for cheap. When inflation happens, the real assets, they go up in value too, all right? And But you have real assets at that point. And I'm not vilifying. I, I am praising wealthy people. You should be if you're if you're watching this show by now. You should be a wealthy person. At least you should you should have a wealthy person's mindset. You shouldn't be selling assets now. All right. You should be getting at Bitcoin is the best asset out there. Uh, but that's how you win the inflation game. If you have real assets, uh, they're they're going up in value no matter what. Uh, and so if you if once inflation happens, if you if you don't have a salary or something, God forbid, at that point, you sell a, a part of your asset or whatever. You get some money to support yourself uh, type of thing. But let me uh, – we're not getting a lot of uh, comments today. I do not know why. I hope that's not due to any uh, connectivity issues. Uh, give me a sign of life over there in the chat there. Somebody just uh, type in – oh, there. I had Vegeta's hair, apparently. That's uh, that's some Japanese uh, comic thing, I think. Yeah, today I definitely do. I, I don't, uh... dude. I, and I, maybe you missed the maybe you missed the start of the show. I think my hair looks freaking beautiful today. Uh, all right, but value your wealth in uh, value your wealth in Bitcoin, not in beautiful hair. There are some dudes that really value their wealth in hair, man. It's uh, they're willing to pay anything to to get. Uh, Take any risk to get nice hair. Take that uh, nonsense Propecia stuff or whatever. Uh, and I know it works, but there are, there are side effects with that. We've discussed that on other shows. You don't need – guys, you don't need nice hair to get women, okay? There are plenty of dudes that have lost their hair when they were 22 years old to get – if you care. I mean I know that's – value your wealth in Bitcoin anyway. You lose your hair when you're 24. That's unfortunate. By the time you're 34, you've acquired enough wealth. You'll, you'll have plenty of women. Um. But my hair does look nice tonight, no doubt about it. All right, we, I got, I got, I started people. Barefoot Barry said, "I suffer, I suffer from stupidity. I can't blame anyone else for that personal responsibility." Exactly, exactly, it, it, dudes. There's no scapegoating here. Don't blame anyone. People are trying to blame China. It's China's fault that everything's going. No, it's not China's fault. It's your. It's no. You take advantage. Uh, uh, you plan your own situation. If you feel like you're going to get sick, lock yourself up. Um, and I've been solid all stream. Al KZ says, good. Uh, this, this is good. Um, so let, let me read this off to everyone. And this is not about blaming people here. I just, I'm just throwing out, but this is a time we should be asking questions. That's what I'm saying. Instead of everybody, uh, panicking, this is a time people should be asking questions it's, and going with the flow. Like, oh, the government is right. The government is right. Newsom is right. Cuomo is right. We should ask questions. If boomers, 
and, and unhealthy Americans had stayed in shape, would there even be a threat of hospitals being overwhelmed during a situation like this? Okay. So think about that. If more, we, I think there was a statistic that I gave before is that like over half of Americans are, are, are sick. So if only 10% of Americans were sick, which is not much to ask, right? In terms of they're, they're not, not sick with this virus, but just generally sick. They're fat. They, they have unhealthy practices. If it was only 10% of America, would there even be a threat to overwhelm the system? So this is a personal responsibility question. If everyone had taken personal responsibility for their own selves, would there even be a threat of the uh, hospital system being overwhelmed? It's a question. It's, it's, it's a question. Uh, if people did not know that this virus existed, just like how most people don't know every flu season that it, the XYZ strain of flu existed, would there even be a threat that the hospital system would be overwhelmed? If people didn't know about this at all, would people even be worried? Like, no, you know, the, the hospital system might get overwhelmed. Good question. I think you know the answer to it. Uh, uh, someone says, how long do you think this is? is you, you, are you asking me how long do I think this is going to last? This uh, shutting down the whole world economy? Shutting down the United States economy, shutting down California economy. How long is this going to last? Uh, I don't know that. I am trying to make sh get it to end as soon as possible. That's why I'm doing this show. That's why I'm telling you to retweet the people. That's why I'm telling you to follow certain people out there. All right. I don't know when it's going to end. Uh, I think there'll become a breaking point where there will be so social unrest, where people will riot eventually. Um, because they're, it's just, they're, they're not getting any money anymore. They, 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 they'll become very desperate. They want, they'll want their jobs back. They'll want their jobs back. I cannot see this lasting at, at the current level in the United States. Um, what's today's date? Uh, yeah. March 21st. This, this best be over by April 21st. I mean, the current the current uh, way everything is shut down uh, in the United States should be, uh, I can't see it lasting until uh, April 21st. If it's attempted to last until April, a month, if they attempt to draw this out one more month, they're going to be also, I, I can't predict what's going to happen. They, they I mean, uh, 1992 type of riots in LA, maybe 2015 type of riots in Baltimore. I don't know. There's only so much. There's only there's only so much that can go on, and it doesn't take many people to riot. Again, there'll be, still be plenty of bootlickers out there, but there'll be some frustration. So I, I don't see how this can last a month longer in the United States. Um, but I'm trying to speed up it ending uh, by sharing this, and I hope you share this with your friends and, and posing these questions. And so fitting in is overrated, people. Again, do not succumb to the peer pressure on social media, the people that shout you down, that say you're a typhoidarian, call you all these names and you're you're stupid because you don't you don't believe Cuomo, you don't believe Newsome, you don't believe whoever. You know, keep on saying what you're gonna go say, people. Keep on putting it out there. Keep on putting it out there. Um so let's hear. What is it? I can't read my own handwriting here. Look at my lovely handwriting, people. Uh, if the government, uh, 
Oh, all right. The one thing is the government uh, had government regulation has not been a friend of the healthcare industry during this situation. Well, for normal people, it's clear that the government regulation has stifled healthcare innovation in the United States because we're screaming about limited beds, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Will this inspire some country out there just to say, like, we are going to be home of free market healthcare? Do whatever you want to do. We're not going to regulate you at all. And I do wonder if India is on this road to free market healthcare. I don't know much about it, but I do know a lot of people do go there for healthcare tourism. Okay. If they're sick, they go there and it's, it's so much less money. So on a positive spin, um, yeah, maybe this will get uh, some country or some jurisdiction in this world to become the healthcare uh, free market capital of the world. Martin DeVito says, Bitcoin Meister, China has us by the balls. Word on the street, they released it on themselves knowing they could take the losses, but it would collapse us into a catastrophic ways. Well, I don't believe that for one second, but I can see why people believe that. Okay. I can see why people believe that. Um, now, what if China right now may, what I shared above, what I shared earlier in the video from Carl Denninger is that China right now is sending everyone back to work because they know it's further along the curve. Okay. That this thing started a long time ago. And so, they're probably not going out of their way to share it with the United States because they want to have a number one economy. And if they don't share that information with the United States, the longer people in the United States panic, the better off they think they're going to be in China. Okay, So I can see why that theory that you put out there, that China did all of this on purpose, that they had some long-term plan um, to cause panic in the United States so they would become the number one economy. I can see why people think that. It's not true, though. It's not, that's insane to do. Now, you know, at this stage of the game, where I can see lot why they wouldn't share information, that's not a big conspiracy, okay? That's not, I need extraordinary proof for what you just said, Martin, okay? For what I'm saying that, you know, China knows that, uh, that this virus is much further along, that it's not serious, and that they're not, they're, just, they're not really publishing it that much. That's not, that's not too extreme to say. That's not too extreme to say. Um, because if they published it, uh, they would know that, well, then it would get picked up by social media and maybe some Americans would start spreading the truth. So they, the, the communist leaders of China, there's no doubt about it. They enjoy the panic prison that America is in right now. Now, I don't know if they should really be enjoying that though, because long-term having America panic and not buying any of their nonsense at Walmart that could hurt them, but you know they they have different plans. Let them. This is where the big boys play. Let them compete the way they want to compete. But I want to tell everybody here in the free world where we can get rid of all these draconian measures that were inspired by China, uh, and now people are people are clamoring for draconian Chinese like measures. We can get rid of all of that if we understand with logic and reason that this virus is not as serious as they think as people are staring people into believing and that it's much further along that you and I may have already had this thing and may be immune to it already. And it was so light on people who are healthy 
um, that is, it's just not, a, it's not a big deal at all. And again, I know one day we're going to look back on this. Logical people are going to look back on this and see that it's just, it just was not that big of a deal. It probably was just like uh, as big of a deal as SARS or, or whatever. I don't even remember what those other flus were called because they didn't affect my life at all. We didn't shut down the whole world at all. It's, it's probably on a very similar level to those. And yeah, it's scary to see people in hospital beds. That's why the media keeps putting it out there. It's scary to see a young person with something, a tube down their throat or whatever. Okay, that's why they keep putting it out there. But that doesn't mean everybody's got a tube down their throat. You should know better by now. This uh, this show's been going on for an hour. So you, you if you've been listening a whole hour. But most people listening to this, I think, are more so on my page. Uh, now, since the economy has been shut down, real estate and sales taxes are going to go up in cities and states, okay? Be aware of that, people. Uh, this is not a free – a lot of people are like, I got a free vacation th- out of all this. Dudes, that cities and states can't print their own money. They are going to get they're, – they're going to – property taxes are going up. Sales taxes are going up. And so many people are going to eat it up. Like, well, Governor Hogan, Governor Cuomo saved the day. So, of course, I'll accept 7% sales tax now. Of course, I'll I'll, uh, accept a 2% uh, property tax now. This is a a reason to have Bitcoin. (laughs) Okay? That that real estate ain't all it's cracked up to be. Martin says uh, they also released at the time – at the right time due to the impeachment and we're aware of the division in this country. Perfect timing, honestly. Again, you're, you're backfilling the story and I can see why people would, would, would buy that conspiracy. I can, I can totally see it. You're, you're backfilling it though. You're, you're backfilling everything. It, it's, it just, so flus happen this time of year. Flus happen this time of year at during winter, during the cold months, diseases happen this time of year. That's just the way it is. So no, it's not a master plan by China. But but how about this? How about this? This isn't hard to accept. Politicians saw that there was a virus going on. Some of them are scared generally. Some of them want to get, get elected to higher offices. But some of them saw, hey, we just had this impeachment proceeding. Let's use this as another way to attack a president we don't like. So that's not that's not too much to ask, is it, dude? That's not too much at all to ask at all. That that there that that there are leaders out there right now. There's a virus going on. Why not use that virus to scare people into helping that my party can take uh, control of the presidency? There are clearly people who are doing that. Yes. So clearly the virus isn't that serious. Uh, read the comment above that one. Um, oh. They are a thousand-year-old civilization, and they are on a different timeline. They provide all the medical uh, PPE and 85% of the pharmaceutical. I understand being positive, but it's going to – now again, I agree they're they are long-term thinkers. They are better long-term thinkers. They did not create a disease on their own people and plant, and then say, well, this is the timing of it. It will get to America at this point right after the impeachment. It will bring down America. They will not listen to, they won't follow, they they won't understand uh, that this isn't as serious as it really is. This is, what you're saying takes so much skill 
and planning. It just, it's not possible. It really takes too much. Uh, and they, they lost people because of this. They, they did not make this virus up. To, they did not set a virus up on their own, pe on their own people and know exactly how it was going to spread across the entire world and how every other country's reaction was going to be. I know they're smart people. You're giving them way too much credit. You're giving it, it, it's just like the people that say there's a cabal of people that control the whole world, that have a master plan, and that they've been acting out this master plan for 200 years. It's the same type of thing. It's the same type of doom and nonsense. Diseases happen. Countries react in different ways. It is not a master plan. I mean, I think it should be to you, a person who believes in conspiracies or whatever, it should warm your heart. It should make you happier that it is clear that this situation is clearly being used by people to get more power, to scare people and, and to do nonsense type of things to affect the economy. That is clearly going on. Um, um, all right. So you agree with my point about politicians? All right. We're having a conversation here now. We're having a conversation. I think everyone understands, Martin, where you're coming from on this and, and where I'm coming from on this. I, I think uh, I think you're in the do I think you're on the doom side of this on the conspiracy side of this. I really wouldn't worry about it at all. I would just deal with the facts on the ground. The facts are on the ground are that China is sending everyone back to work. All right, and that in the United States we are still panicking, and in the Western world we're still panicking, and that it is not more people are going to die from everyone panicking and shutting down the economy than um, than the virus. So don't so. Don't allow your politician to power grab. Give out information out there about the current situation. And uh, let's, let's end this current situation at, right now as soon as possible. Let's, let's, let's not worry about where it started from, if there's a grand conspiracy, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. All right. And, and I, I do want to make it very clear. I do not believe in any grand conspiracies or any of that doom stuff. Uh, because it's, it's scapegoating. It really goes back to the base of scapegoating. All right, so we talk about the real estate taxes. I will altcoins, they can print their own money. So I would I would expect that maybe we might have some more altcoins coming out down the pipe. Why not? Some if some people are desperate enough that are in tech uh, and they've lost their jobs, why not print your own money and just throw it out there? I I I, I don't I don't blame them if they do that. Uh, so I, I said again that now's the time for real assets. The 80 percenters do not have any. And thus, when they get their government check in the mail, they're not going to use it to buy real assets. They're going to use it to buy trips and to buy cars. And the divide will grow even more. The rich will get richer. The poor will get poorer. But it's their own fault. It's their own fault. Uh, because in, in times of money printing, don't, don't fall for the 80% uh, or nonsense like uh, valuing your wealth in dollars, use it to get real assets at that point, which is I buy Bitcoin while 80 percenters buy food that will rot away. Uh, and so this, this is a good point. There are so many people right now, the, the, the supermarket industries must be loving this. They must be loving this because people are over buying food. They are buying food they don't need. Some of it is perishable. It is, it is going to rot away in their refrigerators. Some of it's being frozen. Okay, that's good. But there's too much food being bought right now because you've seen some shelves have been empty in certain places. 
People are panic buying food. So they are buying stuff they do not need. Having stuff that's frozen, that's good. Non-perishable stuff is good. But I am telling you, I'm sure the garbage men of America are going to be having heavier loads within the next one to two weeks of all the people throwing out all the stuff that's rotted away in their fridges, okay? So that was really stupid to buy a bunch of food and milk that you did not need that is going to rot away with your dollars. Now, what did I do? I bought Bitcoin. I bought real assets during this whole thing. I haven't bought any more food than I ever needed. I had no, haven't changed anything when it comes to food at all. I had food frozen in my in my freezer here. I have a canned salmon. I I, I, I was never never not worried at all about food shortages like all these nonsense people are. They created some temporary shortages of certain foods. This is the, the, the again the supermarket industries must be loving this. They're selling so much food that they that would have rotted on their shelves. Okay, because there's this food with the way supermarkets work, they do throw away quite a bit of food that rots away. Um, they, there's only so much they can do. And now it didn't it didn't rot. People spent their dollars on rotting food that they did not clearly didn't need because it started to rot. And those are eighty percenters. I used it, and other people watching this used it for product. Got real assets with their dollars. So again, the rich get richer, the poor get rotted food. And uh, all right, uh, so we talked about the food. And what does this say? We will do better doing, all right. And again, it's the 20 percenters are doing better from during this manufactured crisis than the 80 percenters who are cheering it on. 80 percenters are cheering on this manufactured crisis. They think they, they're calling for ballots. They're calling for all of this stuff, blah, 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 blah. They're scared. They're, and the 20 percenters, we're, we're, we're going to be the ones who are productive out of this, all right? That's just the way it is. Just un, It's sad for them. It's sad for them. You don't have to be an 80 percenter. You don't have to be in a panic prison. And just learn Bitcoin.com says Texans were coming over to Mexico to buy supplies to sell at ridiculous prices. $600 for a bottle of, of hand sanitizer. That, that people are willing to pay that is just ridiculous. It's just ridiculous. So if you're stupid enough to pay that, I, I don't have any I don't have any mercy for you. I mean, <laughs> I don't feel bad for you. Uh, so uh, that, that is amazing that, that people are doing that. It's so funny. I looked under the cabinet in my bathroom here in this Airbnb, in this place I'm staying at. It is an Airbnb sometimes. It's not... I'm just renting it from the owner. And there was extra hand sanitizer in there. I got loads of toilet paper in here. I didn't pay for any of it. It was just all provided when I got here. It's just, it's so funny. It, this stuff is not scarce. It's so stupid. People are wasting their money on this stuff. They, th they think the more hand sanitizer they're going to get, the safer they're going to be. It just makes no sense. It's such a waste. <laughs> Wash your hands, dudes, if you're scared. All right, so finally... We're going to – tips to make uh, money and to be productive in 2021, in twenty in late 2020, okay? If you want to be productive, if you want to get ahead of the crowd, people, here are some tips. Because you've already, you've already been – you haven't been productive for a few days now. You've had an unscheduled holiday. And some of this is going to sound harsh, but hey, man, this is – if you're in motion, this is going to help you. These are some tips right here. To get ahead of all the lazy people. Uh, 
usually you might like shut down your life partially between Thanksgiving and New Year's. Don't plan on doing that this year. Don't take a big, don't, don't, I, I, and you know, you watch my videos between Thanksgiving and, and, and New Year's. I say like, where is everybody? There's so much less internet traffic. There's so much less people working. Don't be one of those people this year. You just had that time not to work during the last uh, week or two here. Uh, once July 4th and Labor Day come along here in the United States, maybe you should have Christmas and uh, Thanksgiving then. All right. Combine Thanksgiving and Christmas with July 4th and Labor Day. Don't, don't, I know that sounds harsh for some people, um, but have your Thanksgiving on July 4th. Plan it with your family so that you can be productive during that time of year when, when things are ramped back up again, hopefully. All right. So everyone is used to taking a 4th of the July holiday, a Labor Day holiday, a Christmas holiday, a Thanksgiving holiday. We'll just have two of them now instead of having four of them. Combine the other ones. Uh, in 2021, maybe you just uh, President's Day, MLK Day, spring break, don't have them. Just skip them. Don't have them. You don't need them. Do you need them? Do you really need them? I, I don't think you really need them. But a lot of people do take off on MLK Day and President's Day and spring break. You're having it all right now. It's been pulled forward. So if you want to jump ahead of the game, you want to be productive, be productive on those days. Say to yourself, you know, I already had these days off, okay? It, people aren't going to take this advice. I think there will be some institutions that will be like, you know, this year we're not doing President's Day. Everyone's got to come to work on President's Day. All right. I, I hey, personal responsibility is a new counterculture. These holidays or these traditions, they're not – they're not set in stone. They're not something you have to do. If you are low on funds, if, if this has really helped hurt you economically, and, and, and you're going to know more in the next two weeks how badly this has hurt you economically, then uh, be very be very willing to sacrifice in the future and not work on MLK Day or whatever, or have your Thanksgiving on July 4th with your family. You don't have to have your Thanksgiving in November. I've been saying this for years uh, that – you don't have to have Thanksgiving on Thursday. Some people have it on Friday. Some people have it on Wednesday. You don't... All right. So now people are going to really act. There are going to be economic reasons to, to put these uh, type of holidays off or to do them earlier or combine them, etc. And we're getting, we're almost at the end of the show here. I just have to get through all this stuff. What's this tweet here? Usually, Recessions are great for universities. People go back to school, but with the amount of fixed costs involved, if universities can't open and don't bring in tuition money for their summer slash fall semesters, it's going to be Armageddon in higher education. Oh, I, I, I definitely agree. I definitely agree. The longer that the people – usual in recessions, you're absolutely right. People go back to college. Uh, but if, if they can't open, people aren't going to go back to them. All right. And uh, some some universities will excel in maybe the online stuff, but it, it's not going to be the same. All right. So, uh, yeah, if you're some uh, dude that relies on university income, dude, this this is going to last a lot longer for you. Uh, and that's that's unfortunate because a lot of dudes are like the caterers at these universities. Uh, I mean, there's so many jobs that don't involve education, but 
are at the university and uh, they're not going to be uh, going to work anytime soon uh, at, at the same level that they previously were at. And finally, just say no, being stubborn. Okay. Uh, here's a survey that says being stubborn and rigid may lower your Alzheimer's risk. So that's very interesting. Those, uh, those with conviction are less likely to get uh, Alzheimer's. Maybe, maybe it translates into, you know, if, you, if you've got conviction, you're thinking, you're using that mind, um, you're, you're, you're not wishy-washy, and it's, it's a way to exercise your mind. I don't know, but that is very interesting that stubborn and rigid people are, have a, a lower risk of Alzheimer's disease, which is something we, we definitely all want to avoid. All right, so another reason for conviction. Uh, and Martin says, you'll be sharp till you're 120. <laughs> Thank you, man. I'm, I'm trying to live to be 120, man. I'm, I'm definitely trying to be. And, and everyone should try to do everything in their power to, to try to last as long as possible. Be healthy. It's not too late to, to, to be healthy, to get rid of the obesity. Um, and, you know, to, it, it's funny. Today I just um, I, I took a longer nap than usual. And I thought to myself, you know what? I can't, I'm not going to be able to cook all my food in the proper time and do my show. I'm just going to fast. I'm just doing, a, I'm going to do an impromptu uh, 44 hour fast. So I know that's, that's really, it sounds a lot, it's very extreme to people. But when you have that health mindset, you're just like, yeah, I can skip a day. I can, I can have an extra day. And, and, and I mentioned this in the past, uh, I think last year, 20, 2019, I fasted for what? I think it was 36 days. I totally skipped 36 days. Totally skipped 36 days. And then the, the, when you have a longer than, you know, 40 hour fast, you, you just totally like, so today, Saturday was totally skipped. And so I did that because uh, I do do intermittent fasting every day, no matter what, of course. But uh, in last year, that's 10%. I didn't eat for 10% of the days of 2019. And my big point of just going through all those numbers right now is that through 2020, I want to do, I want to do the same thing again. I want to be able to say 10% of the days of 2020, I did not eat. So having this day like this, where I just impromptu skip, that puts me on that pace sort of uh, for, for, for this quarter, it'll be the seventh day that I skipped eating. So uh, I'll have to do a, a, at least another day in this quarter. Of, of skipping uh, totally another 40 some hour fast, whatever it is, if not longer. All right, dudes, that's it. I'm Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, this run Meister. Remember, subscribe to this channel, like this video, share this video, check out the links below, pound that like button, bang that bell button. Uh, we'll do a regular uh, one Bitcoin show tomorrow. I'm pushing stop live stream now. Spread, retweet this stuff. Thanks, dudes, that uh, we're here all this long show. 